beep a beep a beep a beep 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 be
<laughs> he's kind of adorable in this. They dress him like a fucking Bowery boy. I don't know what the. He does wear like the like his pants. Yeah, he's always wearing suspenders. Why didn't they dress him like a crazy kid from the eighties? Like why? Did they yeah, dress he should him be like... more like Ducky or something. I feel yes, exactly. But they always give him suspenders to hold up pants that would never fall down in a million years. I mean, like the pants, the pants are nipples. just on a shelf to the nipples. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so basically, um, so Zach's upset that all the girls like Slater. Slater's dad, who's a military guy, yes. shows up. Coincidentally, asks Zach and Screech where Belding is. Yes. Oh, this is after this is after Slater has wrestled Belding in the hallway. Wrestled Belding in, in the front hallway. of everyone. Like yeah. that's an okay thing to do. Just put the principal in a headlock. Yeah, I, I feel like by today's television standards and just basically what society knows now about right. you know illicit activities between like you would never let if you were an actual principal never you, legally right now you would not be able to that wrestle one of your students illegal. in the hallway. Super illegal. That would not be okay. Yeah, that is <laughs> they should. <laughs> The show should be called Red Flag. Yeah. <laughs> that was a huge red flag. How much crazy illegal activity happens in the school. And he's also Between a little touchy. He's a little touchy with Elizabeth Berkeley when she came into oh, the office. Totally. Like, like super overly familiar with everybody. Yeah. So. I mean, there are later episodes where he like goes to their houses and hangs out and stuff. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to take my shirt off. I, you know, whatever totally. you guys want to do. Yeah. You want to have a beer? <laughs> yeah. It's all right because I'm just, here. We're just bros hanging yeah, out. Yeah, just bros. Yeah. So it that that really that always that feels a little and I know like it's kind of a hacky comedy thing to suggest, but it, it definitely it feels weird. Like Belding's oh, totally. relationship to everyone feels a little too familiar. I, no, I do. I mean, obviously, I know this is a TV show. I know it's ridiculous, whatever. But that part of the fun for me is watching it, imagining it being my high school. And just, uh, yeah, imagining, like, what if I was standing in the hallway and then the principal started wrestling another kid? Like You would how, call someone, yeah, like exactly. an, another grown-up. There are never other adults in the school, ever. You would, yeah. tell, you would, you would tell your parents. Um, so, uh, so the sl- Major Slater, or whatever his name is, yeah. uh, goes to Belding's office. He starts telling the story about how he has an opportunity to be transferred to Hawaii. Mm-hmm. Belding says, you know, well, do you, does... How does Slater feel about this? Right. Um, the major, being the nicest military guy ever, is like, oh, well, I'll ask my son's opinion before I <laughs> just take you. this other thing. I totally thought the same thing. Like, yeah. any parent, especially a military guy, would be like, guess what? We're moving. Yeah. Fucking tough. Yeah. It's happening. Like, <laughs> never would he be like, how do you feel about this, son? You knew what this life would be like when you came out of my dick and yeah. <laughs> became a person. Well, I didn't have a choice. Yeah. So, but throughout this whole exchange, Screech is somehow... <laughs> is somehow living in the walls and has popped up in the file cabinet in the top drawer way in the eyeline of everyone but no one seems to notice him okay let's really paint the picture there kind of a file cabinet my thing i'm looking at there's it's like a four-tier file cabinet he's coming out of the top drawer of it first of all file cabinets are and i think i i can go out on a limb and say um scientifically the noisiest piece yeah. of furniture <laughs> that you would ever like have anywhere yes. it's all just metal scraping yes. on metal so in this in this in very important conversation yes. they of course would hear they would totally hear it they're like two feet away from it yeah and they would see Screech's adorable Jewish kid fro yes. pop out of yes. the like his full head comes out of the drawer yes it, 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 it's such a shame because they like he really was like, oh, you want to like him because he's, he's sort of right. awkward and adorable. And then you think like, he's going to do porn yeah. someday. Ah, you 
he's going to be weird and do porn because and they dressed porn. him like this. Yes, yeah. And I mean, they how made could he him not? a clown. Yeah. And he's, they, he lived in a file cabinet. He's, yeah, so somehow he's like the best contortionist in the yeah. world, has like no bones. And it's even as bad as, it's even as bad as like Belding goes over to get a file, a file out. Oh, right. And he, the arm sticks out and hands yes. it to him. Classic <laughs> gag. Yes, and no one says anything. No one. Like the major isn't like, oh, there's a hand coming out of your file cabinet. Yeah. I, I think, I think, Belding, um, you know, could have been an accident, but I was sitting on a plane next to Dennis Haskins. Oh, no, I see him. He, like, lives in the valley. I've seen him at, like, tons of... I didn't open mic and saw him at seems the like bar. A, seems like a fine... Sure. Seems like a nice guy. But I go to the bathroom and I come back. My uh, my noise-canceling headphones are gone. And I'm like, oh, that's... Belding that's jacked your headphones, And I go, I'm looking dude. everywhere, and I go, did somebody... You know, like, I'm kind of... Co-. And then... Uh, and then I realized that they're in his, this, his seat back pocket. No. And I was like, oh, I think those are mine. He was like, oh, are they? Oh, I'm sorry. I thought he they're... tried to steal your headphones. I'm not saying I'm he tried say to steal it. them. I'm going to say I'm it. not going to say that because I, he suggested that he also has a pair and he thought they were his. Oh. I don't know why he thought his headphones were in my seat, but whatever. Sure, sure. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say he tried to jack your headphones. I'm going to put that out there. Not cool, Mr. Belding. You're supposed to be teaching kids lessons. You're supposed to teach kids stealing is <laughs> yes, wrong. Yes, so, well, their lesson is if, if some fucker gets up. Yeah, and then, oh, is it like finders game. keepers? Yeah, is it's the finders lesson? keepers. Well, I just found these here. I just found them. Yeah, they just happened to no, be No, no, I'm here. not going to say he tried. I'm not going to say that he stole them, but they did. He There was a misunderstanding. Yes. Uh, and that's crazy. Were you sitting next to him? Right, I was next sitting to him? right next to him. Oh, that's yeah. crazy! And then we wrestled. But that, <laughs> the first part of that was actually true. But first it's okay part. now because you guys are both adults. We're both adults, so it's not weird. It's, it is weird on an airplane. Maybe on an it's airplane. It's weird for an older guy. Well, I do want to say something else about that. I wrote down uh, with the him meeting with Slater's dad is a weird thing where he goes. He's like Slater has a good time here and has friends, and he's also like he does really well with the ladies here. Like the principal yeah. said that to his father. I mean, let's be honest. There's some sweet pussy here. <laughs> I think we'd all like to get up in. <laughs> so bizarre. Said that to a guy's dad. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought that was crazy. Like the principal. First of all, it's not the principal's fucking place to tell the guy that he in, shouldn't move. No, in any way. Like his <laughs> only function in that conversation is to go, sure, I'll give you, you the transcript. Yeah, exactly. We'll get you everything you need. We'll, you exactly. Know, not to sit him down and go, let me talk you out of this. Yeah. Kid's father. Like who cares? Also, because of course it's a television show, they have four days to figure it out. Of course. <laughs> That he just comes in with this information. It's like, by the way, I found out we're transferring, and it's right. You know, I'm not. I'm not military. Maybe that happened. Maybe that. Maybe it is that fast. I don't know. I. I doubt it would be four. I'm not either. I'm not from a military family, but I, I think it would be more than four days. But again, we do. I do want to emphasize your point that the military father would could not give less of a fuck what his <laughs> child would say about them moving. That I would mean, never happen. Let's be honest. The reason Slater is so excited about his trophy and he has such big muscles is because he cannot win the approval of his yeah, military uh, father. Uh, oh, totally. And his father is way too cool for Slater to be way as driven cool. as he is. Totally. <laughs> but then also, I feel like the military doesn't even function like that. The mil- whoever's, you know, the chain of command. It's not like the guy that's higher up than Major Slater. I'm going to give go, you some orders, and yes, they're optional. Yes, yes exactly. <laughs> you tell. I'm going to give you some orders. You tell me what your kid has to say about him, <laughs> and then. Then we'll figure out where you got to move to. Well, okay? I'm your superior officer, yeah. and uh, how does AC feel about yeah. this? Yeah, as long as your son's cool with it, then, <laughs> then yeah. we'll transfer exactly. you to, to Hawaii. Exactly. I'm pretty sure that's how the Army works. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're sure he was in the Army, right? He I, was an Army guy? Yeah. He was in the Army. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, so 
then uh, Screech having having eavesdropped on this conversation meets yes. Zach in the bathroom. Yes. Uh, in the creepy two stall bathroom. Yes. And Zach uh, and Screech says, "Okay, so it looks like." He might be moving to Hawaii. Oh, and b- before this happens, Slater has been called into the principal's office. Oh, right. Hey, son, I have this chance to move to Hawaii. What do you think? Oh, oh that's okay. Which, great. again, why would that family discussion be happening with the principal? In front of the principal in, right in the there. Office. Yeah, exactly. I think it would be more like, son, wait in the car. Yeah, yes. Like, it certainly wouldn't be, yeah. let's, let's hash it out with it's this in front of the stranger who likes to put his hands all over the students. <laughs> By the way, Dad, I know you want to talk about moving to Hawaii. I think that's a good idea because the principal just tried to wrestle me in the hallway, and I didn't feel comfortable. I didn't feel comfortable. I don't. Hawaii. That kind of shit doesn't fly. Hawaii, Hawaii is as close as I ever want to get to Los Angeles ever again. Totally. Um, so, anyway, anyway, Slater. Oh, I don't know. I got to think about it. Okay, you got four days to decide. <laughs> Listen, could you just let my superior officer know? That'd be really great because I don't. I just cut out the middleman. Well, just you directly, AC. You just tell. <laughs> you called the colonel or you, what? I don't know. You I don't called know the general. Chain of command. You called yeah. general laid back. Yeah. And <laughs> let, him, let him know. <laughs> let him know whatever you decide. Totally. Uh, maybe ask him to throw in a pizza. I mean, right. as long as he's I taking mean, he orders cool from you. Enough. Yeah, totally. It seems cool. So, so Screech reports back to Zach, who uh, is like. Uh, well, he's going to stay. Wait, is Slater's going to stay? Yeah. Oh, Slater's going to stay. Yeah, because Slater was all like, I don't want to go. Yeah, you know? Slater's going to stay. So then Screech kind of hips Zach to the idea that, hey, if you get rid of Slater, then you can have all this attention back from all right, the girls. Right. Um, Which is crazily harsh, by the way. Like, you know what I mean? Get this guy to move an ocean away just so people will be jazzed about your, like, trap. If that doesn't work, thing. we'll murder him. Yeah, exactly. That's the step next step. Phase two is <laughs> yes, death. Phase two is yes. murder him. We'll spike his protein shakes, so, and then he'll have a heart attack in you. a wrestling then match. He'll get all of the fame. and look at all the pussy yeah. he'll get. <laughs> Belding's only been in half of it. Oh damn! <laughs> so <laughs> Belding sloppy second. <laughs> Which is a great name for a band. Oh my god, totally. Writing I, I that feel down. like Saved by the Bell, the, the, new, the next class should have been called Belding Sloppy Seconds. Belding Sloppy Seconds. Oh, that'd be amazing. <laughs> okay, so they figure out, okay, here's what we have to do. We've got to convince everyone to make him want to leave. So then Zach goes to the girls, um, this weird tight-knit gang Yeah. Uh, that seems to be the only students in this school, by the way. Oh, who are of the course. extras on the show? Well, funnily enough, there was one. I'm trying to get Scott Wolf on it. Oh, Scott's great. Because yeah, Josh works with me at Chelsea lately, and he's like, he's they're cousins, and he was he was a prominent extra in like a bunch of them. I don't know if he ever had a line, but it was always a case where it was like his fate. You would just totally see him and be like, oh, Scott Wolf. But yeah, there are probably like ten extras right. that are always in the class who don't really act. matter. Yeah, never have lines or anything like that. They ever. don't have interesting yeah. lives at all. And so, uh, so Zach tells the girls. Slater's dying. Yes, of course. Of, of course. That's yeah. That his plan is to tell him, hey, tell I've, them he has. A I've disease. got. So, I've got some news to deliver, which should be a lot harder than it is. Yeah. Hey guys, Slater's dying. Yeah, it's exactly he's like that. Fucking die. Yeah, he's like tough nuts for Slater. He's totally dying, <laughs> dudes. Like it's so delivered in that way where you're like, uh, okay, he's gonna die. So it, there's oh, there's one ho- there's one place that can save his life, and they're located in Hawaii. Of course. So you guys, medical have- capital of the world, <laughs> the all best, the best, best doctors. medicine in Hawaii, yeah. best medicine. Uh, so 
you have to can you have to treat him like shit so that he will want to go to Hawaii totally. if you want to save his life. Now I think this is a flawed plan because basically <laughs> he's creating sympathy yes. for a character that they already love. Right. So I feel like they wouldn't be able to get their panties off fast enough. <laughs> Oh yeah, it's to like try totally, to fuck him. Oh, totally into getting better. Yeah, and and or just a total make a wish style so thing. So I fa- like, I feel like this is a flawed plan. Yes, absolutely. Because he's, he's basically victimizing Slater. Yeah, and these girls will want to caretake him. Absolutely. But they uh, he convinces them to treat Slater like shit. He steals his wrestling trophy. They all treat him like shit. Slater figures it out most of the way through because Jesse cracks and she's like, I want to come with you. And he's like, what? Oh, Kelly. No, Kelly. Kelly. Yeah, okay. Yeah. okay, I'm sorry. Jesse's Kelly. showgirls. That's okay. how Howard had to remember her. Oh, yes. Okay. He just oh, called Jesse's her showgirls. showgirls. Okay, great. <laughs> Which they were rehearsing in their grass skirts. Yes, of course. That was totally foreshadowing for a future career. Um, I even noticed, like, I think she pinched her nipples too right before. <laughs> <laughs> I think she just reached under the coconuts in the... <laughs> coconut bra. Yeah, yeah, the coconut bra and the grass skirt. And so... Um, so she says, oh, I want to come with you. And he's like, what are you, what, to take care of you? Why don't, what are you talking about? Then Slater figures it out. Mm-hmm. So then he goes to his dad and like, well, we have to teach Zach Morris a lesson. So, you know, his dad, again, fun loving major. Of course. Always happy to use the military to pull a prank on people. Of course. Um, basically pretends to be crazy when Zach comes over mm-hmm. to get him to confess that he concocted this whole scheme. The father throws what Zach feels is a live a grenade. A live grenade uh, that he at, thinks at, he just throws in his house. Which, by the way, you would never again report someone for throwing a grenade <laughs> at you. Zach leaves. Like, he would never... Wouldn't you go straight to the police and be like, this fucking crazy military guy who... <laughs> absolutely He would. had a bandage on for some reason. I think, like, he was trying to pretend was, that he had a head wound. Yeah, and I think he was, he was crazy. trying to pretend that he was, like, a crazy, like, nom flashback guy or Didn't something. Didn't even point out the fact that the father, like, slams his hand down on the desk and, like, dist- breaks the desk breaks in half. Breaks the desk. He's got a like tear away desk yeah. there in case he needs to trick people so Zank runs away from the house after the father throws this fake grenade never occurs to him to think like well, the house probably should have blown up exactly like no yeah the house didn't blow up or that he wouldn't throw it in his own house like kill his own family so it all <laughs> yeah, worked out it exactly. all works out in the end they're back in the diner Ed Alonzo's doing tricks sure uh, Ed Alonzo by the way great magician yeah you so know he told me I told you he's he is built He's built um, illusions for like Britney Spears, and he was See, working with Michael Jackson. That and, makes like, me so sad. He's a master he magician. To do that stuff on here. Well, he got paid. You know, I mean, he's a master magician. But on the other hand, nineteen eighty nine. Don't feel bad. Years. Don't feel bad before for anyone before nineteen ninety four. Oh, but okay. that was that was pre irony. <laughs> it didn't count. No one cared. It was okay. fine. All right, cool. Um, it's he's totally doing fine. fine. Yeah. Um, this, I mean, this show and the diner itself mm-hmm. just looks like the '80s diarrhea on ah, confetti. It is, oh, to, and again, they have like the farewell party or whatever. It's like this farewell luau, for neon speech. zigzag door handles, oh, and totally. all sorts of you know, like blotchy things. But and, also, keep in mind, this is an independent business. I keep repeating this in every episode because I'm still so fascinated. The control, the the run of the house that they have of a independent diner. Yes, I mean, it really is like going to McDonald's and being like. I'm I'm going to throw my friend a party here. And they'd be like, well, you can't. It's our business. And you're like, fuck you. I'm taking it over. Again, aspirational. This is what kids always want to do. Kids want to control adults. Oh, totally. Kids want to um, uh, have their run of a restaurant and do whatever and yeah, scheme yeah. Yeah. and things. Um, uh, now they just bully each other on Facebook. Back in the old days, right. they, had <laughs> they had to actually put some work into it right. and planning. Show up and yeah, do it in person. And, 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 and plot elaborate schemes. And so uh, uh, it all comes out. 
oh, I never had a disease, you know, because Slater lets them think that he's sick. Yeah. Oh, I never had a disease. I just wanted Zach to bring my trophy back. Zach got the trophy engraved as uh, mea culpa. Right. And so uh, then the girls get mad at both of them because Slater let them think that he was sick. Right. And he's like, I was just using you to get back at Zach. And there's a big thing. Yeah, and it was then like they, everybody's tricking everybody. Yeah. And then uh, they drag Screech out at the end, who uh, hilariously is dressed like a woman. Of course. Um, zero reason. Why? Why? Let's talk about some masterful physical comedy. Okay. The entire episode. <laughs> yeah, yes. Particularly in the scene where Zach uh pours pepper on his arm yes and in comic fashion just gets it near Maybe slater's face even, oh well we have to say because he did tell the girls that the symptoms of this by the way the memory loss he's dying memory from. loss side effects of disease may include memory loss memory loss sneezing, sneezing and itching. itching yeah like, can you imagine that's he, like being like i'm sorry you're april you're hiv positive you're going to be sneezing and itching a lot like because we're led to believe it's such a serious yeah exactly disease. um you have a terminal illness that's going to manifest itself like hay fever yeah, you're going to look like you know a vaudevillian <laughs> comedian or something and so yeah. uh so there's a lot of physical comedy when yeah. he, when when zach dumps a jar of ants, ants. on basically he just they just graze the back of his shirt <laughs> yes. and then his entire body is engulfed with itchy he, ants he literally has ants in his pants yep and he jumps up and the way he itches he looks like he's dancing which has one of my favorite lines by the way in the whole series because the teacher yells at him sit down this is study hall not soul train not soul train yeah, yeah. so by the way the ants would never get into those pants which were by the way um stonewashed high-waisted Pleated jeans, uh, They're like Z Cavaricis. <laughs> I think for real. No, it's like that thick kind of denim that not that l- nothing could penetrate. Oh, totally. Certainly yeah. not an ant. And so uh, a lot of good physical comedy. So in the very last scene, um, but I did interrupt you about the pepper. You're it, like he barely sprinkles anything barely. on his sleeve. Yeah. gets it like six inches Achoo. away. Achoo. 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 You know how people sneeze. Achoo. Um, and he sneezes like twenty five times. In a row. I mean, this is you know, and and by the way, I think these are all very nice people. I certainly know Mark Paul Gossler is a lovely oh, guy. Oh no, he's the, yeah. And I I believe Mario Lopez. I've never met him, but he right. seems to be like a very lovely. They're all sure. they're all nice people. But it's the kind of act. I mean, like. Acting, I think, requires some measure of I've I've observed other experiences, and this is how I recreate this. <laughs> so you're this is like a room full of people who've never experienced anything totally. in life, just going like, "Oh, this is what a sneeze is like." Yeah, totally. Achoo, achoo. <laughs> He's never seen anyone ever. Sneeze. Never seen anyone sneeze because <laughs> uh, they're young and they just haven't been out in the world. They haven't that had that life experience. They went to a studio yet. school, and sure. you know they're actors. Sure, and so. Uh, uh, so the very last scene is, you know, is them kind of bonding, which, by the way, again, not trying to be hacky. There is like an interesting sort of homoerotic chemistry between the two of them. Oh, absolutely. Of, where, where, and again, I'm not saying this for comedy effect, but there is almost because there's like a how could I exist without you oh, kind of I a think thing. You're totally right. And and it's sort of um, it's sort of a Grecian kind of we are. We are superior to everyone and the only ones who are really good right. enough for each other. Right. Like, there's and the that only ones kind who get that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, there's yeah. A, and I think I think in the writer's mind, they're they're maybe on the surface they're thinking of it as a Batman Joker thing, like you need your nemesis oh, to right. drive in you. Or, yeah, exactly. But the way that they play it is almost is is almost almost romantic. Am I wrong about no, that? No, I don't think you are at all. I totally okay. don't. And there are definitely episodes where they do some like 
there there's a lot of like no homo no homo jokes right. too and other things like, where they're like almost a little too much yeah 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 yeah. but there are scenes where it's like they'll comfort each other or whatever but then immediately be like no homo and like push away right kind of thing i mean, was obviously not saying no homo but whatever the boner. joke is yeah 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 because totally sweats a lot of the time you. and you don't want to tent Sweat in school boner. that's true you don't, you don't want to tent in school um <laughs> so just you know a couple of things that i made notes of that, oh yeah that's yeah that's yeah, that's yeah that's please First of all, the intro, delightful clip art packages. Oh, yes, yes. Just all of the... Totally high-end. You know how kids love tennis shoes and sunglasses <laughs> and confetti? <laughs> and how they fly across they the just, screen. Yeah, and a lot yeah. of bright colors. Um, all the girls, the mommiest of jeans oh, that you've ever seen. totally. Why were those Jessie. ever flattering? Why, were the, why did anyone think those were flattering? Jesse... They should not come up to your navel. Yeah, and, and they're like super... They're, again, that same kind of like strong denim acid yeah. wash that you're not Pleated. getting into at all. And Jesse looks... 45 now that i'm watching him i'm 33 i'm watching it going she looks like a 45 year old divorcee in like every scene i did yeah. appreciate uh screech screech had a great alf joke which that is oh, that is in my reference bank. i wrote that down too That's that in he came bank. in he came in fifth in an alf lookalike contest yes fifth i loved alf hey <laughs> willie uh everyone's too attractive except for screech oh yeah of course and mr building yeah yeah um <laughs> Right. Everyone is just too, too, too attractive. Yeah, definitely. Um, and I think maybe that was one of the things that turned me off to it because I didn't relate to the because you're like this is my, my, my friend group was super nerdy and yeah. those were those are the people that I related to. I did not relate to the attractive, popular kids. I hated them because they were dickheads. Right. Well, and, sure, of course. So, whereas you know, while I might have wanted to be popular in school, I had a deep loathing for them because I was never accepted. Well, I when I watched this, interestingly enough, like I was kind of a punk in school, and like there's an episode. It's one of the first episodes where. Lisa's dad like Lisa gets in trouble or something and she has a dream where she becomes what she says is dad's worst nightmare and it's just she's wearing a leather jacket and has yeah. like orange hair it's like what I was as a teenager is your dad's worst <laughs> nightmare worst. like yeah um by the way the the, the illness the made-up illness that yes. Slater had um mumbio quad relationosis yeah <laughs> I wrote it down Wait, let's really break this down for relationosis what's my i don't know for yeah prefix for, but yeah, quad uh, relation mumbio i don't know i don't know where you would even is that the um like that where would a fake that's crazy mumbio quad relationosis oh and i want to say while you're at that i wrote down how none of the gr- zero questions that's my thing is whenever zach speaks nobody questions any of it like think about it if you're in high school and your friend comes to you and you're like hey our mutual friend is dying of a disease and you we have just to trick go, him. We, we also have to trick him. Yeah. But would you just go, oh, okay, and then walk, go about it? You'd go, oh, my God, how did they get it? You'd have a million questions. Like, sure. No one questioned anything. No, And you might even go to your friend and go, hey, are you okay? Like nobody in the whole time asks later because if he's okay. Because you're not a one-dimensional shell <laughs> of a human being. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, I love those gaping holes in the plot. I love the gaping Yay! holes in the plot. Yeah. High five. Mumbio quadrilationosis, I think, is the dis- <laughs> It seems like the thing that happens. Do you, do you remember the movie Serpent and the Rainbow? No. Did you ever see the movie? Well, there's basically, it's like this zombie powder that you can create, you, like you can make someone appear dead. But they're really not. And then not? they get buried and then they come oh, out of it. Oh, okay. You know? Yeah. So that, so that sounds like a, what would be the product yeah, yeah, of that? Yeah, yeah, that it would yeah. Yeah, because like, mu- it's like mummy. It would be like acute zombieism. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. quadra, like all foot that you can't all, move anything. You can't move all So fours. I think ultimately he was saying, and maybe this is because I host a zombie after show. Yes. Maybe he was saying, um, Slater's been bitten by a zombie. He's got four days. There is a cure in Hawaii. Hawaii to zombieism. It has something to do with uh, banana peels or coconuts right. or, or poi. Sure, sure. Mix, There's some sort of a poi-based cure. Yeah. Um, I don't know what it is. 
but uh, uh, yeah, so I think mumbio quadrilationosis is the is the medical term for for zombie. Zombieism. I like that. I like that theory. Um, so let's see. Other notes I made were. <laughs> Uh oh what did I what does this mean when Elizabeth Berkeley said I didn't oh that's right it was this gorgeous moment mm-hmm. where it's the classic old-timey comedy thing of I come in with an agenda I ask a question I'm anticipating that your answer is going to be one thing oh, so oh, I right. immediately turn around and then realize that you didn't say that Actually we could I know you reenact that yeah, you be Jesse I'm Mr. Belding Okay um Mr. Belling, is Slater really going to Hawaii? Yeah, I met with his dad today, actually. I didn't think so. Wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, <laughs> immediately. Okay, thank you. I didn't think so. What? Yeah. That so was a beautiful Oscar moment. That was a moment. fun moment. Um, that was a beautiful... <laughs> I feel like the Oscars would have broken pattern and just given an award all, 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 to all a television the, show. Yeah, totally. Um, sucks in... Uh, ants on shirt. Oh, I wrote Mega Pepper. Mega, yeah, the world's most powerful Mega Pepper. It's, it's awesome. the world's most deadly pepper. It's a Mega Pepper. You don't even get near the stuff. You, you will sneeze your lungs out. <laughs> yes. You're gonna sneeze your fucking lungs out. Mega Pepper. It's not safe. This should come. This pepper should come with a warning. Yeah. This ain't your Who daddy's would ever pepper. Put it on their food. Why would you ever put it on your food? I don't know. It's, you just sneeze your food out. It's like I just. It's sneezing is like coming. It's just like it really spicy. It's like face coming. Yeah, <laughs> I'm coming with my face. Uh, I love to in the background of the 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 gym girl on a payphone, just watching someone just on a payphone <laughs> in the background. Just it's not their fault. There were payphones back then. <laughs> um, oh, and uh, for, let's can we talk for a second about freezing time oh oh yes yeah, yeah yeah i had to let you know that that's a thing but yeah the people that come watch it who aren't familiar with it are always shocked when zach talks to the camera or freezes time but those are two things that he does quite often now if anyone who's familiar with the program out of this world knows evie yeah. could freeze oh, yeah, time yeah. by touching her fingers because she was alien zach do do are you in the camp that it's just a um like a, a greek chorus device or are you in the or you of the belief that he has a superpower? <laughs> no, obviously, no. It's just like a device. But I did recently read an article that where the hypothesis was that it the entire series is a dream. The entire series is happening in Zach's head. Yeah. So and that maybe, could also be a thing. Wait a minute. Yeah. Oh shit! Oh my god! Right. I'm, I'm having a realization. <clears throat> And I, I'm I'm hesitant to say this because I had the same theory for Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Oh, are you about to blow this wide open? Which is that Zach Morris is Screech's <gasps> Tyler Durden. Oh shit! I we came up with okay. a theory on the podcast that <gasps> that uh, Ferris Bueller is Cameron Fry's Tyler Durden, and that Ferris is everything that he Cameron to is be, yeah. wants to be. Yeah, and that he's the one oh. hooking up with Sloane, and, and right. like, but he can't. That it, that Ferris Bueller is all concoct is just like his psyche is split in half right. because he's su- he's super anxious and he's hypochondriac and he hates his parents right. and and so wow that holy so shit there's something dude. there could be something to be gleaned from the fact that I think we could apply a similar theory that Zach Morris is is uh, Screech's Tyler Durden yo. Yeah, you're like blowing minds right now. I mean, that's entirely possible because it does explain a lot. And it certainly explains things like freezing time. And you know what I mean? Without him being having actual superpowers. Right. And yeah. 
Because why wouldn't, you know, like as a kid, if I'm watching that show, what I'm thinking is, why don't you freeze time and go into the girls' locker room? Oh, like, totally at all times. Or Me why too. wouldn't you fuck with, why wouldn't you freeze time and then go like yank Belding's pants down <laughs> and, you know, put a pie on his shorts yeah, or something? Yeah, like, yeah. why would you not and use that? You could also use it for like legit, I mean, he gets in like legitimate trouble as far as like bad grades and whatever. So it's like freeze time and go fix your grades. Don't like, just, go, yeah, don't yeah. just, don't just free, don't just use it to talk to the darkness, which is yeah. what it must look like from his <laughs> point of view. Right. Like use it to you could literally change history. Like, yeah. Maybe there is some sort of a that it's not a dream, but it's a purgatory or it's some type of a it's some type of a human simulation right. program. <laughs> Maybe it's a holodeck. Like, it goes and he's reporting back. Maybe that's right. what it is. Maybe they're aliens and that's how he's able to free time freeze sure. time. So we have the Tyler Durden theory. Maybe that he's been freezing time and he's running an Earth sim. Yeah. And so he's reporting back his alien findings like, like what, this is what's what going do. on. This is how they interact. And yeah, this yeah, is yeah. and so that there is on the other side a like a Kryptonian council of floating heads. Right. That are like observing that are observing his mm, interesting. Yeah, guilty, yeah. You know, or whatever. Yeah. Um <laughs> so uh that that could be another theory right, as well. Right. Saved by the bell. Is anyone really saved by the bell? Really? <laughs> really? When you think about it. Wow. I really am like sitting here going, the 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 Tyler Durden thing holds some weight with me, I gotta say. As you go through this podcast, as you go through every single episode of Save by the Bell. Which by the way, there are like eighty plus. I know so you're gonna, I'll be here it's for good. a while. Um <laughs> I really want you to 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 think about that and see if it fits or if see if it falls apart and and you know, let me yeah, know. Yeah, I I will. I definitely will, because I think it definitely is feasible. I'm not joking at all. Like I'm seriously thinking you're like pff, like blowing minds right now. Like, oh, I just look at this in a whole new way now. Like the next episode is going to be just me being somber and serious like like it's a real literary thing I've got to deconstruct. Yeah. It's funny if you go back and watch Ferris Bueller with that in mind oh, and I'm then sure you picture Cameron Fry going, totally. "I'm Abe Froman." Like right. it just totally Right. It really changes the movie. I'm going to have to do I'll probably do that actually after this is over. Go back and watch that with new eyes. Where were we? Because <laughs> I'm like, uh, I think we kind of reached the end of it. Did we cover it all? I think we covered. There it all. There were a couple there of things I wanted, to, wanted say, to say. Uh, just a few things other than, uh, yeah, I'm trying to think. Yeah, we totally covered that. Like he, the military guy's letting his kid dictate his whole life and career, which is crazy. Um, when I did want to say, when Slater comes in with this huge trophy for the wrestling match, I don't know how it was in your school. I also wasn't like popular or into sports or anything like that, but just. I wasn't like super antisocial. I did go to a few football games, or whatever. But in my school, zero people cared about wrestling. <laughs> zero people did. And when he walks in with that trophy, it's like a hard day's night. Like everyone in the right. school is like literally screaming and chasing him down the hallway. Yeah. Because he won a wrestling trophy. So I guess they just they that was way more important. I mean, I I, I know we had school. a wrestling team. In my, I went to an all boys Catholic school. Oh, okay. I I know. I'm sure we had a wrestling team. I I don't know if it was. Right. We, I mean, anyone, I know we had one too, but that's all I know. You yeah. know what I mean? I never recall anyone being like, did you hear about the wrestling team winning a game or match, a game? I don't even know what they are. I guess if they really made the show like real life, no one would give a shit. But, yeah. <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> but I, I feel like uh, I know we had a swim team. We had a water polo team. Right. We had a rugby wow. team. Um, but I don't know if it was so much. That like people were super jazzed about that. I'll, I'll tell you something. I I played tournament chess, April, and oh okay, I won. That's where the fanfare was. I won. Um, you know when I would win a chess tournament, and it would get announced. Mm-hmm. I did not receive the hero's welcome. <laughs> you 
don't say. That I had hoped <laughs> that I, I did not get an AC People did not Slater put welcome. you on their shoulders and walk you down the Only to hurl me oh, into sure, trash cans. Sure, not to celebrate. <laughs> not, it was victory. not celebratory. Um, um, do we know what AC stands for? Albert Clifford. You don't find that out till later, but yeah, Albert Clifford. And then Spoiler. That goes, now, you see, now you see why I go by AC. Albert yeah. Clifford. Yeah, it's when his girlfriend comes back from Germany and she goes, Albert Clifford, is that you? And then everybody goes, Albert Clifford. And that's when he goes, now you see why I shortened it to AC, guys. He's got two first names. And what is Screech's yeah. real name? Samuel Powers. Uh, that is a way better name than Screech. Than Screech Sam yeah. Powers. Well, I'm sure he's not the one choosing to be called Screech. But he plays into it. Right, but I mean. Who, Just because he exactly wants acceptance. A, well, he's not a strong voice of authority. It's not like he was with, hey, guys, call me Sam, that they'd go, okay, we respect you, and we'll do that. I mean. Yeah. I, you know, I, I think Screech is probably more, like, Screech was probably our way in to the show right. emotionally of the kid who oh, well, sure. just uses being goofy to try to get accepted by the popular right, kids. Right, exactly. And, okay, we, this is coming to a close. One thing I just want to say, because I say this in every episode, because it happens in every episode, but I, again, love the adults helping kids to trick other kids. Love yeah. it. Yeah. That happens almost kids, every kids episode. Kids would love that, too. Kids would love that, too. It's, I, again, I think of, like, my parents. If I went to... I had pretty... I mean, my parents were cool. But if I went to my mom and was like, hey, adult mother of mine, will you help me trick a will kid? Will you help me lie to another child? She would be like, no. No, I will not. That a sociopath would do that. Like, no, no parent would <laughs> do that. Go to your that. room. You're punished forever. Yeah. But his dad, of course, is like, of course I'll pretend to be a crazy, murdering military guy. So who, uh, uh, you know, as they go through high school, do they graduate? Yeah. They do graduate. Yeah. Who do you think down the road, who lost their virginity to whom? Oh, Zach and Kelly, without a doubt, are fucking. Okay. Without a doubt. In like season two, I think they probably start fucking. Now, does... What is Lark Voorhees' character? Why do I know her real name? Uh, she's Lisa Turtle. and um, I, I bet she, at a party, gets drunk and blows Screech uh, when they're juniors. Well, th- I Jensen kind of blew my mind. He was on a couple episodes ago, and he was actually really super into the show like I was, and so like knew it in and out. Jensen Carp? Yeah, yeah. Yep. He was on, and he actually had a really great theory about... And there are also things later on that were like crazy racist and stuff, where you now watching it through adult eyes, you're like, holy shit. But he was saying how... Throughout the whole series, like, Lisa has, like, no love interests ever and how that was, like, a crazy, weird racist spin on that because everybody else is dating and happy and she's just being chased by, like, the biggest loser in the school, quote-unquote, and that's, like, what she's supposed to settle for. Well, there seem to be two ethnic people in the school and they're her and Slater. <laughs> her and Slater, right. That's right, Slater, the Latin lover. Yeah. And then Lisa, the black girl. The, I mean, it's yeah. so, like, where are they? They're not in Los Angeles. No, they're supposed to be in the Palisades. Oh, it's yeah. Palisades. Yeah. Still. Yeah, I, that's what I think, too. I mean, there are a lot of white people in the Palisades. Yeah, but they're all... Yeah. Yes. But not that many white people. Yeah, there would definitely be more than just one Latino guy and one black girl in they, the They should have mixed it up a, a yeah. little bit. Yeah. Shame on you, Say by the Bell. What the hell? Okay, well, thank you so much for coming to do this. That was super fun and funny, and I appreciate you putting up with watching an entire episode. I'm glad I did. I, I don't know... If I ever really watched an entire episode of Saved by the right. Bell in my life, well, ever would come on, I'd be like, "Fuck you guys." Well, of course, of course. But now that you, ha- I like that you watch one episode and you posit a theory that makes me, that's the super fan that's seen them all a thousand times, go, <laughs> "Wait a minute!" Like you've just totally flipped the entire script on me, and now I'm, I might not sleep very well tonight. I, I honestly don't know if it's all in Zach's Mor- Zach Morris's head. I think, I, I think it's either, I think it's either all in Screech's head, right. 
or maybe Mr. Belding's head, or maybe some <laughs> character that we never even see. Oh, somebody else totally in- Someone is dreaming entirely. about it. Yeah. I don't know, but I'm really going to trip on that hard tonight. Um, so yeah, so thank you so much for being on. I really appreciate it. And well, when I wake up in the morning and the, <laughs> the teacher's what? You don't, oh, you teacher's don't know the words. Really How can you groaning not? And the, the, yes, just and, keep freestyling it. I want to hear your version of the theme. And these teens, we be a boning. <laughs> <laughs> and Cameron Fly, a be a slonin. <laughs> it's, it's all yes. right. That is, I like this version no, better, like by Morrissey. the way. It's all oh, yes, right. <laughs> Because I'm saved by the bell. Was it weird to watch this while I, like 18 Morrissey posters look down on you? I wake up in the morning and the vows are full of groaning. I would actually listen to that if Morrissey put it out as a single. Um, <laughs> okay, uh, I'm going to go ahead and wrap this up. Please subscribe on iTunes and rate <laughs> and rate us and all that kind of stuff. Um, because it's been getting a really good response and I'm super jazzed about that. And so apparently ratings and things help that. So uh, thank you guys so Jesse's much for listening. In a coma. I know, I know. It's really serious. And thanks again to Chris Hardwick. Uh, is there anything? Sp- I mean, like you're at Nerdist. And you have an alarmingly accurate Morrissey impression that you do <laughs> that I didn't even know. That's something I want to plug. Lamaz. You do a great Morrissey impression. Do you know who would have loved Morrissey the most out of all the kids? Uh, I think Screech, definitely. Slater. You think, oh, because of the Latinos. Latinos, yes. I didn't even think of that angle. Yes. But Screech is so misunderstood and nerdy, it would be like Morsi's the only one who gets me. I mean, I'm speaking from experience here. That's how uh, Screech and Slater bond. Oh, there you go. They go to Morsi shows together. And that's how Screech starts riding Slater's head in these Thunderdome Master Blaster type <laughs> competitions. <laughs> and that's why they become friends. <laughs> I like that. I wish that's how the series ended. Um, just, yeah, Nerdist, Talking Dead, whatever. Yeah, um, all you do lots of stuff. You're a hardworking dude, and I appreciate you taking time to come to watch April. TV with me. Thank you so much. Thanks, you guys. Beep, 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 beep,